Greetings, everyone. You're tuned in to another session of Let's Talk Jesus. I'm Rayshard Pinkney. I want you to get close and get your Bibles and follow me in the scripture. And let's have a conversation that matters. So you say nobody going to heaven? Nobody, nowhere, no way. I don't know about you, brother, but I'm going, man. Show me where you're going. I'll go with you if you show me where it's at in the book. John 3 and 13 says, And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. This is why I say nobody goes to heaven is because the scripture says nobody goes to heaven. So I can only say what the scripture have said. It's not that I'm saying it. It's that the scripture don't bear record that God gave promise for man to inherit heaven. My definition of a man that's lost is a man that don't know where he's going. If you got Jesus right, then you will know where he will be. And that is the reason we're teaching on heaven is because you need to know where you're going to be. You need to know where you're striving to get. So what you have to come to grips with is are you going to believe what the scriptures say versus what you were taught versus what you thought? There's too many scriptures that support mankind remaining on earth. If you think about it, when God first created planet Earth and he made the first man, which was Adam, Adam was not in heaven. Adam was here on Earth, and so was his family. Huh? Before he ever sinned, he was right here on this earth. And his job was to uh to carry and uh carry out the will here on this earth. Well, that have not changed. God still is looking for the same will that is being done in heaven to be done here on earth. This is why the uh, the disciples' prayer uh, says, Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. That's why when people pass away and the preachers uh, sometimes confuse the people because he is saying that at the church, while they're inside the church, that dead body is inside the church, he'll say he can see them dancing on Hallelujah Street in heaven. But then he'll follow the hearse to the graveyard where they get buried, and then he'll say they're looking to the day of the general resurrection. So I believe the reverend is confused. I believe he don't really know where they're at. At the church he say they're in heaven, and at the graveyard he say they're in the grave. The question is, which one is it? So this is why it's important to stick with the scripture versus what somebody taught you. After somebody teach you, then you go to the scripture and the scripture confirms or it rejects what they teach you. And you have to have enough faith in God to turn loose what you were taught if it goes against the word of God. So John 3 and 13 say no man have ascended up in heaven. God made the heavens. And he made earth in the beginning. And he's going to do the same thing when he returned. He's going to make a new heaven. And he's going to renovate the earth with fire. If everybody is supposed to be in heaven, then what is the use of making a new earth? Revelation 21 at verse 1. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven... And the first earth were passed away, 
and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. This is what we're striving for, especially in verse 4, where it talk about how he shall wipe away all the tears from their eyes, and the former things, amen, will be passed away. This is what every believer is striving for, to be a part of that bride, which is the church. The church is that bride that was adorned for her husband. That's why the preacher's job is to get you ready to meet your husband, which is the Lord, which is Christ Jesus. He's coming back to marry the church. So right now we're engaged. The scripture called us the espoused bride, meaning you're the fiance. So nobody has it made. Everybody has to continue striving and pressing until their day is done because no one has it made. Not even me, who is the one that's telling you the truth. I don't have it made. If I discontinue my belief in Christ, then I don't have it made. I don't make it to the promised land. But this is the reason that a believer sticks it out with Jesus because one of these days, not that Jerusalem that they over there fighting for, the territory that they over there fighting for, the one where there shall be uh, all good things, where he say there'll be no more crying and death and sorrow. That Well, that's not the Jerusalem that's, that's present today. We know what's happening over there now with all the wars. But we're talking about being a part of the church of God, that he's going to come back and bring, good God Almighty, a adorning for his bride. So he didn't say you were going. He said he was going. That's why he said in John 14 and 1, he said, I go to prepare a place for you. And I'm going to come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, you may be also. So if you're trying to go to heaven and he's coming, y'all going to miss each other. It's easier to just wait right here and wait on him to return. John was able to see a new heaven and a new earth. He said, for the first one and the first earth were passed away. Why would God create a new heaven and a new earth and not fulfill it? He, he, he's making a new one so that he could have a fresh start with both of them. Sin was in heaven. Sin is in the earth. But when he come back, he's going to completely renovate it. And therefore, he's going to restore it. And when he restore it, we'll be restored also. You won't get to go into the new earth as you are now. Huh? The same way that Jesus Christ risen from the dead, he had a glorified body. That's the same way we will go into the new earth. Just like the angels. The angels that kept not their first holy estate, they are locked away in chains of darkness. Uh, never to be restored back to their proper place. But you and I, we also are living in sin. Uh, so then when God come back, he's going to give us a body that is capable of living in that new world. And John said he saw that new world, which was the new Jerusalem. He said he saw that coming down. Uh, why your preacher don't tell you that he saw the new Jerusalem coming down? He always telling you that you're going up. 
He said, but the tabernacle of God, the, the tabernacle meaning the dwelling place. He said, the tabernacle of God is with men. Huh? And he will dwell with them. And they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them. So we're looking to be with the Lord God Almighty. We're looking for him to return. But we're not going. We're staying here and waiting on him to bring back our glory. Huh? It say that he may present unto himself a glorious church without spot or wrinkle. If you wait right here, then you will get what he's bringing. He said, behold, I come quickly. My reward is with me to give to every man according to what his works shall be. So then while you're trying to go off, he's coming back. And in his coming, you want to make sure that you find yourself in place to receive the reward. Now, I'm telling you that he's going to completely renovate the heaven and the earth that exists now. And here you are trying to go to somewhere that he's going to clean out anyway. Second Peter 3 and 10, it says, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens shall pass away, with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also, and the works that are therein, shall be burnt up. Good God Almighty. This is what the church must know. He's going to come as a thief to them that are unaware. But them that know, we're looking for his coming. We we already understand that the earth is in a disarray right now. And it can't continue much longer without God intervening. The scriptures say that if God did not shorten the days, wouldn't no flesh be saved. Huh? That's how bad it's gotten. It's gotten so bad to where he's going to uh, shorten the days so that he can save some of us. That's how bad it is. But when it comes down to going to another location, then you have to understand the scripture have gave a way for heaven to be destroyed. Heaven will be destroyed. And he's going to replace it. Huh? He didn't give you a new promise. He promised that heaven would be destroyed and the earth would be destroyed. This is why the scripture talks about um, in the book of Thessalonians where it say we will be caught up in the air. It didn't say you were going to heaven. It said you'll be caught up in the air to meet the Lord. Uh, when you meet the Lord in the air, then that is actually uh, just a uh, firmament, a firmament. That's not actually you going to heaven. That's you actually escaping the danger of the destruction that he's going to cause. The scriptures say when he come back that he's going to fight. And when he fight, he's going to battle in the battle of Armageddon. That battle will be so gruesome huh, that we as his people will be able to witness his victory. So then... When you're talking about going to heaven, you're talking about going to a place that was not prepared for you. The heaven was not prepared for man to go to. Heaven was prepared for God and his angels. That's why if you read about heaven, you read about God being there and you read about his angels being there. The scriptures say they are daily in the presence of him. Uh, the angels are always in the presence of God. You read about them in heaven. You read about the 144,000 in heaven. Huh? 
But the scripture teaches that the 144,000 is a sealed number. What you mean when you say a sealed number? 12,000 from each tribe. 12,000 from the 12 sons of Jacob are the 12,000 that are in the 144,000. So 12,000 from 12 tribes make up the 144,000. That is the group that you read about that is coming back with Christ when he returned back to earth. But that number sealed. And that sealed number is not going to be opened. The, the, seal, the word sealed means that it's a closed number. So you're trying to get into a number that is sealed. You're trying to get into a number that's closed. Their promise was that they would be redeemed from the earth and they would follow the lamb whithersoever he goeth. That is why the 144,000 is with him. But you and I are in a separate number. The scripture talk about a number that no man could number. That is the number that you and I are in. So we're not in the 144,000. We're in a number that no man can number. Uh, don't worry about if the number is high. Don't worry about if the number is low. Jesus said, you strive that ye may enter in at the straight gate. Huh? So he said that the first heaven and the first earth is going to pass away. He said that he would come as a thief in the night. And he said that the heavens would be passing away with a great noise. And he said the elements shall melt with fervent heat the earth also, and the works therein. Verse 11, Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God? Uh, one day we'll talk about that, the coming of the day of God. This is how you know Jesus and God are the same because Jesus is the one that's supposed to come back. But it says, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. This is the promise that you and I have. huh? This is the promise that you and I have. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. That's the promise you have, brothers and sisters. That is the promise that he left for mankind to look for. Other than that, you're going off tradition of men. You're going off something that was passed down to you. But you're not going off of something that you can read in the scripture. Scripture in Psalms 115, verse 16 Say that uh, the heavens is the Lord's. It say, but he gave the earth to the sons of men. That's why I tell you, Adam lost what we're trying to get back. And that is dominion over the earth. Huh? Adam had dominion over the earth. Well, one of these days, those that overcome will uh, inherit the earth. The scripture says that the meat shall inherit the earth. We are going to regain that which Adam lost through the second man, Adam. The second man, Adam, of Jesus Christ. He's going to give us back the authority that we once had to regain the earth. Huh? You're trying to go somewhere that you're not familiar with. Heaven, you're not familiar with. Huh? But you're familiar with earth. And this is the work that God wants his people to accomplish is to do the work that he assigned to them in earth. 
Revelation 5 and 10. Matter of fact, I want to start at verse 9. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation and has made us unto our God kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth. This is what you ought to be looking forward to. The things that he promised you. Peter said that we are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation. Will that because that's what he promised us. He's going to uh, give us the earth. He's going to give us the dominion back on the earth. This is what God's people are looking forward to. We're looking forward to the day where we inherit the earth. We don't got to go in and fight wars and try to take something that God didn't give to us. We must obey his word. Mm -hmm. John said, he had carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. So all you got to do is wait right here. If you, if you wait right here, he'll bring it for you. He'll bring it for you. First Thessalonians 4 and 16, it says, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Huh? It said the dead in Christ shall rise first. Now if everybody is in heaven, let's say everybody that died right now, they went to heaven. If the dead in Christ shall rise first, then that means they got to come down first in order to rise. The scripture don't bear record to that. The scripture says the dead in Christ shall rise first. Uh, so then they already in the ground. And then when they're already in the ground, they get up. Think about Jesus. When Jesus got his glorified body, Jesus got his glorified body from the grave. He didn't get his glorified body from heaven. Jesus got his glorified body from the grave. His body was laying in the tomb of Joseph. Huh? His body was laying in the tomb. And while his body was laying in that tomb, his spirit, his inner man, was not even in heaven. His spirit went down into the lower part of the earth, which is the scriptures say that he went to preach unto the spirits that were disobedient in the days of Noah. So his body was in the tomb and his spirit went down even further into hell. The scriptures say he that ascended is also he that first descended. You can find that in Ephesians 4. He that ascended is the first that descended. So even Jesus didn't get his body from heaven. Jesus got his body from the grave. The scriptures say the Lord will quicken our mortal bodies. Huh? You can't take these bodies into heaven. These bodies will have to be changed. The scriptures say we shall not all sleep. Huh? It say we shall not all sleep. It say but we shall all be changed in a moment and a twinkling of an eye. So then you must obey the scripture 
when it comes down to this. I understand what you were taught. I understand what you were trying to figure out. But the scripture already have it outlined. He's going to create a new heaven and he's going to create a new earth. And the same plan that he had for Adam is the same plan he got for us. And that is to occupy the earth. Huh? So do you believe that? Do you believe that is what God will is? No, man. I, you, I, I agree with everything you say, man. Yeah, let me finish. It's not, you know, I appreciate you bringing this, this scripture to my attention. Because I didn't know that at first. You understand what I'm saying? And so, I, you know, I'm going I'm to I'm review it. You know, in my own personal time, maybe uh, probably tomorrow I'm going to review it. And we, we you know, we will we, 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 we definitely... Uh, Cause how can you know where you're going if you if you if you don't know where you're going? There you have it. You just heard another session of Let's Talk Jesus. I'm Ray Shard, and if you would like to hear these sessions live and in person, email me at let's talk Jesus at hotmail.com. Until next time, stay blessed.